The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. All right, everybody. Welcome to a Wednesday morning edition of the Saints Happy Hour podcast, your daily Saints podcast destination. Andrew, as always, on Wednesday, we are sponsored by SeatGeek. Guys, they have the best ticket purchasing app available. They scan all all the the entire secondary market for for sports events, shows, concerts, you name it. The app green light means it's a good deal, yellow light means it's an okay deal, red light means it's a crappy deal. Stay away. It's the best seat, seat purchasing app there is. Use the code ACAA today. Get twenty dollars off your first purchase. That's two beers. It's a hot dog. It's a hat. It's it's a half of a T-shirt at a concert. Do it now. Seat Geek. Life's an event. They have the tickets. All right, Andrew. Today, we had to blow out all the topics because news broke with the Saints national Saints beat reporter, a.k.a. Diana Rossini, tweeted out that the Saints and Michael Thomas are talking and that they expect to have a deal done before camp starts. Um, and they are more than willing to make him the highest paid receiver in NFL history. Uh, so nothing's done, but when Diana Rossini says it, it comes straight from Sean Payton. Like, let's be let's be real about what this is. So this is news. I'm a little surprised. Are you? Um, I'm a little bit. I'm a little bit. I'm a little bit surprised in a sense of the Saints usually don't do deals early unless it's on their terms, right? Mickey Loomis, if you don't do the deal on his terms, he doesn't go early. Well, Even, that's what like, I'm well, saying. Like you look at Breeze and how things have shook out with him, and you look at the Jimmy Graham situation. I mean, th- th- those are the guys I think you have to compare Thomas to because it's not like. This is not like your run-of-the-mill token deal with, you know, Zach Streif. I mean, it, you know, this is no. You know, this the is only five years. This is five years, a hundred million. Yeah, sixty-five million. Yeah, guaranteed. Yeah, set guaranteed. This yeah. is this this. Mega. The the thing is with the wide receivers that's interesting is they're all kind of Julio Jones and Michael Thomas. They're all kind of waiting to see who goes first, and then. Then the other guys will be like, well, that guy got X, so I want Y. Um, See, the thing about Michael Thomas, and this is the reason I believe the Saints are willing to do this, is it's not just talent with him. I mean, I I think talent obviously is important. If you're going to get a contract with this, you have to be a world beater. But but I think the reason the Saints are so comfortable with this and guaranteeing that much money over five years, because, you know, knowing that he's basically going to see the life of that contract it's his work ethic and they know he's going to keep working and they know he's going to keep refining his game. And so, you know, he's, he's very much a first guy in last guy out kind of worker. And I think, you know, the hand yoga, all that stuff, it speaks for itself. And I think the saints feel like that's a good investment to make. So I get it, but it's just, I mean, again, like you look at Cam Jordan, he just got a deal and it was substantially less than Khalil Mack. And, Breeze Michael got a Thomas, deal. Michael Thomas ain't going to take no discount. 
Well, I he's not, but I'm just I'm just surprised knowing yeah. what we know about Loomis and knowing what we know about all the stars on this team. I'm not surprised that it would get done. I'm surprised that it would be with such little fanfare and and scrutiny and and yeah, I di- mean, discord. I mean, it's that's true because look, Jimmy Graham, that was a knockdown drag out fight and even after he signed the deal like it wasn't like it was so bad yeah, it was like so it was bad they big, couldn't repair the relationship they yeah. couldn't repair it i mean um so it it is surprising i mean we'll have to see the numbers i, I will be absolutely stunned if michael thomas is not does not get the biggest receiver contract in nfl history i will be I I won't be surprised if he doesn't get the most guaranteed because I think Beckham and those guys will be like a tier above, but it'll be really close. But I'll be stunned if people are like, "Wow, that's a really good deal for the Saints." Like it, I mean, it'll be it'll be a good deal in the sense of if he keeps doing what he does, what he's been doing for three years, he's worth it. So whatever, but. It ain't gonna be Cam Jordan where you're like, man, that's a really good deal for the Saints. They gave him, they gave him forty million now, so they, so they possibly wouldn't have to give him a hundred million guaranteed later. Like, yeah. Cam Jordan was two years away from free agency. Michael Thomas is a year. He and the thing is with Michael Thomas, the thing that I, that I think you identified with him the first, you have been. I remember you called me from the Greenbrier after like his first practice, and you were like. He's the best receiver I've ever seen. The Saints have like he's amazing. And the thing about him is though, Andrew, he wants he wants everything. And, I, and what I mean that in a really selfish, but it's a good way. He wants the catches record. He wants the yard record. He wants the touchdown. He wants to be a star. He also wants the biggest contract. He wants a Super Bowl ring. Like he's a greedy son of a bitch, but it's in a good way. And I think for him. The record contract is really important. Where Cam Jordan was like, it's it's fine. I'll, I make I'm gonna make fifty something extra million dollars that I didn't have. I want to be a saint. The money, yeah, it's important to me, but I don't have to be like being the highest paid guy and getting the record deal for Cam Jordan. It wasn't important to him. Michael Thomas, it's really fucking important. Yeah, yeah. No, you nailed it. And so, but listen, I, I think at the end of the day. Um, the Saints can't afford to lose this guy. And I was on a radio show today uh, with Sean Fox uh, with 97. Were you on the beach while you did it? I did. I was, yes. Um, But, (laughs) you know, the the thing that I mentioned about Michael Thomas is, you know, I I just, his life is going to continue past the Drew Brees era, right? So his time with the Saints will will hopefully go past Brees. And so, you know, as critical as he is to an aging Brees, um, you know, for Breeze to have success, I think he's equally important to the successor, the heir to the throne. Because when you look at what it means to succeed Drew Breeze and have to pick up after him, uh, that's an impossible situation. Now, we think that's Teddy Bridgewater. We assume it's going to be him at this point, but yeah. you know, it may not be. We'll see. We'll see who the next guy is for Breeze. But whoever it is, you've got to be able to support that guy and give him assets because the expectations are so sky high. I mean, they're they're going to be unfair. Any quarterback that succeeds Drew Brees, he's not going to be able to live up to the legacy and the, you know, just the the star power that Brees had. But if yeah. he stands a chance, I mean, he you've got to start by giving him Michael Thomas. And so I I just think the Saints they have to look at this, and I think they are looking at this as, hey, listen, 
Michael Thomas gives Breeze his best chance to win a Super Bowl on the way out, but we need him around for the next guy because yeah, and and if no, you're you're absolutely hundred percent right. The the question though becomes is the Saints they solve the problem of getting out of the seven and nine death spiral, right? With twenty, you know, to to a certain extent, the twenty sixteen draft, the twenty seventeen draft, and the twenty eighteen draft, even though it was just Davenport, like that got them out of the seven and nine sadness loop. But now, I think almost an underrated thing that's very very difficult is the Saints have. All these dudes that got to get paid. And I don't care what you say about Loomis Math, they're not going to be able to pay them all. And some of them are going to have to walk out the door. Now, it's not going to be Thomas. It's probably not going to be Kamara. And it's probably, you know, but then it's, you got to pay Lattimore. You got to pay Ramchek. What about Marcus Williams? What about Rankins? It, it, this, these decisions become very, very difficult. And... Asking guys to take less, like, that ain't going to fly. Like, I think most of them are going to be like Michael Thomas. They're going to want their money, you know? Yeah. Well, you have to pick your poison. And uh, the Saints are going to have some hard decisions because they've drafted so well the last few years. Do, so, you, do you think Michael Thomas is worthy of being the highest paid receiver in football if that does become the case? I mean, the thing is, like, Will Lutz was – the highest paid kicker in football for about, uh, you know, two weeks. And, um, and and Jairus bird was the highest paid safety in NFL history for about seven minutes. And Jari Evans was the highest paid guard until he wasn't. So I, 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 first of all, like, I just feel like that's such a crock because, you know, Michael timing too. Yeah. Yeah. It's timing. Like Michael Thomas is going to be the highest paid receiver until Julio Jones's new deal hits. Right. So, yeah. I, I just think it's one of those things where I, I don't think you can look at it that way because the cap is always going up and whoever is the next big time receiver to be due a contract, that's always going to be the richest deal for that position because the con because the, the cap keeps going up. So that's not really, you can't look at it that way as, is Michael Thomas really the best receiver in the NFL? Is he a top five receiver yeah. in the NFL? Absolutely. Does he deserve yeah. to be the yeah. highest paid receiver right now because of how good he is? Yes. And Julio Jones will top him and some other guy will come along yeah. and top him next year. And th- and that's okay. But he deserves to be in that category. Yes. The, the, one of the final things I want to talk about, then we'll let you get back to drinking night drinking on the beach. Uh, I think we need to start stop talking about contracts and, and actual dollar values in a sense of we don't – as fans, we don't really give a shit whether it's 25 or $30 million or whatever. What we do care about as fans is what percentage of the cap is it? You know, like is Michael Thomas – is he 9% of the cap? And how does that compare to Julio Jones and other receivers? I think that to me is more interesting – of like, hey, you're paying your quarterback X amount of the cap and nobody else is, is coming close. Are you paying Michael Thomas 13% of your cap and no, well, that no also other varies receivers? Is it? What's year that? To year. Well, that also yeah. varies year to year. Yeah. Yeah. The, the funny thing about Michael Thomas is he's about to go from underrated to being overrated just because based on salary. Um, but I will say this uh, – I'm I'm super excited that the Saints are are going to pay these people and look 
you know, we've said it before, and we said it about the Pelicans and earlier this week and all this. You know, we are really lucky that Tom Benson got a bad rap. He he, the Saints have never really let a free agent or a player that they really valued leave and walk out the door that they really, really didn't want to keep. They've got guys that they they regret, like Malcolm Jenkins, but it wasn't. They let Malcolm Jenkins leave. It wasn't over money, right? They, it wasn't like Malcolm Jenkins was like, I want 10, and the Saints are like, we're only going to give you six. Like, Carl, Nix. Have... Carl Nix is kind of the one guy I would yeah. put in that category. Yeah. They, he, that's, he's the one. I, I would agree. He's the, he's the one. He's the yeah. one. And he, we, forget, we forget about him because his career went so, ba- so sideways and, and ended badly in Tampa because he got, he got what did he get? The Mercer or the? The Mercer, the, yeah. Mercer, yeah, and he 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 played for them a little, I think, but not much. Um, but yeah. he's the like you say, he's the only one. But every other guy, they pay, and they're gonna pay Michael Thomas. They're gonna have a press conference. It's gonna be great. Um, prediction, and then you can get out of here. Let's assume Michael Thomas gets paid, and he's the highest receiver. Who is the next guy that the Saints will back up the money truck for? Yeah, it's a tough one. Um, you know, I think it's got to be Kamara. You know, I, I think Kamara's. I think he's a superstar in the league, and um, you know, I think the big question is how is he going to take care of his body? Because I, I know right now it's easy to say, hey, you know, hey, he's had two great years, and you know, there's this, yeah. there's this thought that guys like that are going to last forever. But is is he going to have two healthy years in the league? At which point, you know, he's due a massive contract. So. You know, I think the obvious answers are him and Lattimore, you know, and so then it's just a question of which player do you think is more valuable to the team? I'm going to make, I'm going to go out on a limb and say the next guy that's going to get the mega, mega money is going to be Ramchek because he looks to me like a guy that will be like, hey, you're giving me a massive deal. I don't have to be. I don't have to do everything. You, everything I want. So he'll. It'll be sort of friendly to the Saints. So he'll be the next one that'll get his massive, massive yeah. deal. That's my. That's I my think prediction. Ramchick's a guy that'll. that'll I, I think Ramchick could be like Streets and that he'll make great money, but it's not going to be a break the bank type of guy. Um, the you know the one guy on this team that I think you know. So going back to Kamara real quick, and I, I think Lattimore is going to ask for top flight corner money and corners make enormous money. So I mean, that's going to be tough to afford, but I also think it makes the numbers pretty obvious, you know, just in terms of the negotiation. I think Camara makes me nervous because I just feel like that his value in terms of what he should be paid and his value just to the game plan and what he does for yeah. the offense is measured far beyond statistics. And if you're going to go strictly based on production on the field, um, you know, he, he, he's not rushing for a thousand yards, 1200 yards. I mean, his rushing totals aren't Le'Veon Bell numbers. They're not uh, Ezekiel Elliott numbers. So I think the saints could lowball him because running backs already. I mean, we saw this with Ingram in the off season. Like they, they don't get paid a ton. And I could see an Ingram like situation where, the Saints are like, eh, we, you know, we'll pay you whatever. But if he hits the free agent market, Kamara is a guy that someone will spend twelve million a year on. I, I firmly I, believe it. I someone think it'll will be realize. It. So I think, again, and I, 
Yeah. So again, but again, like his value is way more than his statistics. And I think that makes his contract negotiations really difficult. Yeah. Because you know what, you know what a team will say, a smart team and, you know, in 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 two, you know, Camara's got two more years to go. You don't know where New England's going to be. You don't know necessarily where uh, Kansas City will be because, right, that Kareem Hunt is out the door. Tariq Hill is may you know may never play for them again. He's got a bunch of stuff. You know, I could see a team like Kansas City, a smart offensive coach, being like, "Oh, the Saints are lowballing Camara." Give him four years, $60 million. I will make him the centerpiece of my offense. Um, a smart coach like Andy Reid or McVay, you know, Gurley's got knee, knee issues. I could see a smart offensive coach being like, yeah, pay, pay him, pay him. He's going to be, he's going to be the, he's going to be the center of our offense. It's going to be, it's going to be awesome. It'll, it's, it's not about stats. It's totally, it's, we'll make it work. So I think you're right. Kamara is going to be the most challenging of all the Saints' young talent to pay, because he's just he—it's—it's it, just—it's different. It, it's not about stats. It's not going to be about is he slotted at running back. It's—it's—it's it's, it's a complicated thing. So anyway, guys, this episode is free. You should sign up every day for seven dollars a month, and you get extra podcasts out the wazoo. You get a free koozie for signing up. Uh, it's amazing. We got some great stuff planned for the fall, uh, and we got some awesome swag that we may be sending you and if we get to a thousand dollars a month patrons me and andrew will do a show every friday during the football season where we drink make fun of stuff and give you horrible horrible gambling advice so get us to a thousand dollars a month and you get that so everybody uh we will see you tomorrow this is it we've got an amex platinum pro on our hands ladies and gentlemen We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. (laughs) I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate, how a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And 
Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash match. Just go to indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more.